This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now, Creamer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. Hello. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. It is allergy season. What's up? Welcome to your Tuesday show, everybody. Six o'clock club is one of those, well, it's that time of year where you're really not quite sure how to dress. Like, remember yesterday was like 30 degrees this time. And then this afternoon, it's going to be 78. Tomorrow, it's going to be 80 degrees. It was really pretty yesterday, though, too, for a couple hours. That was nice. It was, man. All right. Let's get your name on the radio this morning. We call this a 6 o'clock club. This is anybody in Maryland that's awake. You're up. I look around you. Not many people are up. We're kind of a small group this early in the morning, so be seen. Text us, 410-583-583. 1065, and we will shout you out. Who's up, Jess? Veronica is here. Good morning to our Greek goddess Diana from Annapolis, Jess R. from Westminster, our kinder care ladies Karen and Amber. Good morning to beautiful Beverly, Francesca the nurse, Hopa Dope is here, Sexy Dan from the Eastern Shore, Cindy in Westminster. We have Glue and Glen Bernie checking in. Good morning. Clever Kevin is here. BTSZ is here. John from Middle River. Good morning. Johnny E. Three more sleeves. I feel that. Terrence. Good morning. Parker's Mimi and Mama McJam. Happy Tuesday. 410-583-1065. want to shout you out this morning as well. Do you see this that voice messages are on the rise right now? What do you Which, mean? They've me, like been out here in these streets. I get so annoyed. This is, by the way, is a new study out. 62% of people in Maryland, by the way, said they've sent voice messages. And of course, you don't know what we're talking about. About. This is where, you know, in your iPhone where you can actually send your voice. Yeah, you just record. Like as a note, and then you send it to the other person instead of calling them, right? Yeah, like a little piece of audio. 30% of people in the state say they communicate this way weekly, daily, or multiple times every single day. Yeah. WhatsApp, which is like a texting service, says that they get 7 billion voice messages sent every single day now. Wow. For the total platform. Do you like these? I do. I feel like it's a it's an easy, quicker way to communicate. Like when I don't, when you don't have time for a phone call, but there's too much to say in a text message. So, for example, the other day, my friend Jen and I were talking about like we we're you know we we're just gossiping about something. But I was at the gym, 
And I wanted to respond to her, but I was like, girl, I'm breathing super heavy right now, but this is what I'm going to say, blah, 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 blah. Okay, I'll talk to you in a second. You know what I mean? Why? And it's Why way more not? fun. It feels Wait. more intimate. It feels like passing notes in class. Like, I don't know how else to explain it, but whenever I get a voice message too, I know it's going to be good. <laughs> like, I know I'm about to get something juicy if it's a voice message, Man, then the text. I see a voice message come in. I get so frustrated because I'm like, you're going to have to wait probably three hours because you, again... Usually, it's something more than a text message would need. Please, here's, okay, in in rank of ways to communicate with me, number one is always text message. Uh That should always be your first option. If something terrible is going on, you really need me, like, right now to answer something, you can call me then. Uh And, And the very last option, it's send me a voice note because I look down, I see it, and I'm like... Okay, I'm in the middle of Whole Foods right now. You just hold it next to your no, ear. No, it's like everyone's around you. I've got to be in a place because I, I know it's going to be something that other people shouldn't hear. You play it so, in the car. So I'm like, well, this is going to have to wait 45 minutes. Hopefully it's not that good. Uh. I am not... I am not a voice memoir. Uh, people are saying, though, it's really good for people with um, uh, disabilities, which, nice. you know, need to be considered, right? right? Like, right. if you have chronic pain, texting might be too hard. Yeah. But if you're, listen, if you choose to send these, and I feel like it's the younger generation. I feel like it's just, if it's like 30 and under, mm. love sending these. But is that how you like to communicate? Let's talk about it this morning. Text us. Text us. Okay? We have a text right here. Thank you, by the way. That says, since I am a little older, I do not care for these new voice messages because I really don't like uh, recording my voice. Yeah, I get it. I understand. You may not even like this. It's almost like, remember we used to record your voice messages for your home phone? What's that called? Answering machine? You mean, yeah, just leaving a voice? Yeah. No, 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 no. Back when we had home phones Uh and we had to record like like on a tape our outgoing message. Oh, yeah. Which was like, hello, everyone, like onto a tape. Um, I, like hearing that back, it's the same thing. I don't want to hear my own voice back. I don't. This one right here, the only times I use voice memo is when I'm rambling and can't put into words what what I want to try and say. See, yeah, that's why I love voice messages, too. I feel that, Ponytail Pete. Okay, question. Are voice memos for ramblers? Because I find that too. Like, I find that if there is a message that I get that's a voice memo, it's typically 25% about what it's about. And then the other parts, like, hey, I'm listening, I'm so busy. I didn't have time to do this. Anyway, I hope your day's going good. My day's been so crazy. So, anyway, like, we don't need all that. Uh. Just text me, you know? <laughs> no. No. Maryland is going to the moon. A Baltimore native is among the four crew members who will be part of the Artemis II mission that will circle the moon late next year. NASA selected Reed Wiseman. The Navy veteran was born in Baltimore, a graduate of Delaney High School and Johns Hopkins University. He will be joined by naval aviator Victor Glover, uh, the first black man to serve as a crew member on the International Space Station and now the first person of color picked for a moon mission. Mission specialist Christina Koch, she holds the world record for the longest space flight by a woman, and she will also be the first woman part of a NASA moon mission. And Canada's Jeremy Hansen, also a mission specialist, a member of the Canadian Space Agency. I swear if that man doesn't bring some old bay with him, I just feel like we've done it wrong. How cool is that? Maryland is going to the moon. Number two. A new bedtime snack is trending. A sleep uh, expert says eating kiwi could help you sleep better at night. 
Studies have found that kiwi can help improve sleep quality and sleep efficiency after a month of eating the fruit before you go to sleep. So this is what experts say. Kiwis are high in serotonin, antioxidants, and folate, and a B vitamin, which actually helps treat sleep disorders and can help reset your schedule. They're also recommending, you know, cut caffeine out 10 hours before you go to sleep, stick to a schedule, dim the lights two hours before bed, blah, blah, blah. But who's going to try this kiwi thing? All the things we're not going to do. That sounds interesting. I mean, why not at this point? You know, you get to a point where you're just like, I will literally try anything to sleep better. So, okay. Number one. Ben Affleck is back starting in a new Duncan ad. The actor is promoting Duncan's new offer called the Duncan Run. If you purchase a medium or large coffee, you can score a donut for just a dollar. And fans are getting a kick out of the ad after cashiers don't recognize him but mistake him for Matt Damon. Take a listen. Here for the Duncan Run campaign commercial. Cool, so I thought it would be like authentic and meta. Yes, I'm doing the commercial, but am I doing the commercial? You know, I'll do commercials. I'm a real actor. This is an art form for me. You know, you departed. Departed. Are you in the department? I'm Matt Damon. No, yeah, I love him. I love him. Love him. Uh, I mean, some of his work. He's got a really consistent career, I think. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Ben and Matt's movie Air hits theaters tomorrow, April 5th. I think it's funny, though, he's even, like, poking fun at himself. It's awesome. Why would I do a Dunkin' commercial, you know? Yeah, it's really cute. And, hey, (laughs) that deal is real. Medium or large coffee and get a donut for a dollar. So go score that this morning. This is Jess, and that was your top three. Do you think it is cool in a restaurant if people start eating before everyone else's food arrives? Mm. Like, the way you reacted to that is actually going to be very interesting as we get into this segment right here. They just came out with a survey this morning asking Marylanders about certain behaviors at restaurants, and are they okay and are they not? Uh And I'm kind of curious on where you fall into this. And this should be interesting because... Jess and I will come at this from different angles. Jess was a server for many years. I was not. I'm also known to be a difficult customer at times. Kramer Karen is what we like to call him on the show. Indeed, indeed. So let's go through these and see how we feel, all right? Okay. Is it cool for people to start eating before everyone's food has arrived? Do you think that's okay? No. And why? I don't think it's polite. Yeah. Uh, I feel, I mean, obviously everyone's trying. As far as like the kitchen goes, your goal is to get all the food out at the same time. Does that happen every time? No. Like sometimes is there like a few minute delay in between? Yeah. I feel like a fry or a chip here and there is fine, but I feel like everyone and also how I was raised, like you have to wait till everybody has the food so you can eat together. It is so wildly uncomfortable, right? Like it just, it's so, the food's just sitting there and like, (laughs) but I agree, like you... Even though I say you can go ahead and start eating, don't you dare start eating. Uh, don't you dare start <laughs> why eating. Why do you it is say so that? Weird. Okay. Is it cool uh-huh. in a restaurant to be able to argue with a host about wait times because you see empty tables? Let's say you walk in and they're, you know, they're like, it's going to be a 30 minute wait. You're like, there's 50 tables open. Like, what? Is yeah. that okay to be able to argue with that or not? No, because with at least with like the majority of empty tables, they could be understaffed, one. Yeah. Um, they could be giving the server breathing time, depending on if they have a lot going on within their section. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I think it depends. Also, it's like, we're, we're talking about, like, if it's busy. Like, let's say you go into a restaurant, and it's, like, the afternoon time, and they have, like, 
all the big tables reserved, like typically, like that's it's a slow time. Oh, that's man. whatever. But if it's really busy, they're empty for a reason and are so either giving somebody breathing room or they don't have enough servers to basically man those tables. I agree. Not that I like it, but I agree. You know, you feel frustrated though when you see open tables and you're like, why are we not sitting? 87% of people, by the way, in the state of Maryland say it's not cool to argue. So they agree. Okay, is it cool to bring in outside food? Is it okay to bring an outside food to a restaurant? How does that feel to you? Is that cool or not cool? And, of course, you know, obviously, don't don't argue these, y'all. Some of y'all can be like, well, what happens if you're allowed to bring? No, no. I'm just talking about a normal restaurant. You can go and sit down. Do you think it's okay to bring in outside food or not? Um, It's difficult because I, I have had tables where, like, families have come to eat. Yeah. And then, like, they like their kids have, like, McDonald's or something. You know what I so mean? So kids, you think you're okay. Adults are not okay? Yeah. Like, for example, if you go to a brunch restaurant, somebody brings in a Starbucks. How do you feel about that? Oh, I think that's fine. That's Drinks are okay. Yeah, I feel like drinks are fine because it's like you picked up something in the drive-thru and you're, like, drinking your coffee. You probably are drinking a coffee while you were waiting to get seated. You but know what I mean? if you are, let's say you go to Applebee's yeah. and somebody and brings bring, like, a full-on to-go. McDonald's. You bring, like, a 20-piece chicken <laughs> nugget tray from Chick-fil-A. Like, I don't think you should do that. No, I, like, it, does it bother me? No, 82% of people, by the way, say it's not cool in the state of Maryland, okay? Is it okay to ask for something that's not on the menu? When you go into a restaurant, we're talking about this list of things that people think are either acceptable or not acceptable in the state of Maryland when it comes to restaurants. Is it okay to ask for it? Again, allergies will take off the table, yeah. any kind of dietary restrictions. But I'm saying, like, if you're like, hey, can you make this up for me? Can you just go throw this all together? Yes think, or no? I think making it up completely is annoying. I feel like substitutions, like, can you take this off? Can I get this side instead? You're like, okay I don't I don't like this. I think that's fine. But if you want to, like, come up with your own meal, then make it at home. Uh, listen, you know me. I, as Kramer Karen, I yes, I'm going to ask you to make something very specific for me. And if that's a problem, I'm so sorry. What do you mean? I'm so sorry. So, if like, something, something that's yeah. not even thought of? Yeah. If I want you to throw it together, by the way, 73% of people in the state say that's not cool. It's not, not cool it. because then you have to go to your manager. No one knows how much it costs. And then the manager asks another manager because they have to put it in the system. And then here you are <laughs> as a server. You're delayed another 15 minutes because you're dealing with Figure one person. Nancy. And then you are completely behind. All right. One more. Do you think it's okay? Is it cool or not cool to tip less than 20% if the service was good? This is, this is a tricky one. This is probably the most controversial out of all of them. Let's say the service, I'm not saying that the service was bad. Service was good. Do you think it's okay? Is it cool or not cool to tip less than 20% standard in a restaurant? I think standard 18 to 20 is fine if it's good. I think, I think 18 to 20 Listen, is fine. Believe it or not, this may shock a lot of people because I'm pretty financially responsible. I typically will not tip less than 20% unless the service is terrible. 58% of people, by the way, it's almost split 50-50 if that's mm-hmm. okay or not. I am praying that we get at least one phone call for this topic because if not, I'm going to feel like I'm out here like a dummy this morning, man. <laughs> Has anybody listening ever peed their pants as an adult? <laughs> Literally my biggest fear. Jess already shakes her head. <laughs> I peed my pants this weekend for actually the second time in my adult life now that I think about it. To be fair, the first time I was drunk and I feel like it's a kind of, count. and I was, it was like, I was it's still disgusting. I was 22. It was kind of a messy situation. But like get it together. Trying to get home know. from the bar. Yeah. Y'all, I literally peed my pants this weekend. In public? In public. And there's literally Ew. nothing you can do about it is the problem. No. Let me set the scene for you and invite you to call if this ever happened to you. Again, I don't know that we're going to get calls on this. 
1065. Sunday, it was beautiful. I decided to clean my car out, right? So in the midst of this, I get a little OCD and I'm cleaning my car out, no joke, for six hours on Sunday. Disgusting, Ridiculous. but we're happy for you. So at one point, I'm getting so crazy and OCD about it, I decide I need to go get some more cleaner stuff for my car. Is this in your parking garage? This is when I'm over in Fed Hill, right? So I'm actually out on the curb at this point cleaning my car out. Oh, okay. That's where the problem lies. So I decide I'm going to drive over to Advanced Auto Parts over near Druid Hill Park, okay? And I'm like, I got to pee, but I'm sure I'll be okay. I'm sure it's no problem. Let me just no. knock this trip out, and I'll come back, and then I can pee when I get home. Maybe 20 30 minutes round trip. I'm okay. It's just at this point, it's like a five out of 10 urgency. Not a big deal. Mm-mm. I go to Advanced Auto Parts. I get what I need. I'm coming home. A friend calls. A you friend... didn't think to go to the bathroom there? They didn't have a bathroom, public bathroom. They did ask while mm-hmm. I was there. They didn't have a bathroom. Okay. So I'm rushing home. My friend calls on the phone. Urgent needs to talk about something. Crisis on their end. Yeah. Here's the problem. If I pull into my parking garage, I lose cell phone service. It was not the time to get off the phone. Uh-huh. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. So what I decided to do instead was, well, while I'm on the phone, let me finish cleaning my car outside. This phone call goes on for like another 30 minutes. Y'all, at this point, I've been holding it for one hour. That is unhealthy. I get off the phone. And I'm like, we're now at like 10 out of 10 urgency yeah. and situation. So now I've got about, mm, I would say, maybe a 100-foot step yeah. between my car and the elevator to ride up to my condo, right? Why did you go to the bathroom in the lobby? It's a great question. I thought I could have made it. Y'all, halfway down the hallway, I can no longer hold it. I literally physically can no longer hold my bladder anymore. And I release, I would say, what seems to be... <gasps> the lo- the longest pee you've ever had. No, 10 to 15% of my bladder comes out, though. It was enough to, like... As you're walking be- to the, in the hall? Yes, yes. So your pee is on the carpet yes. right now? Could have been worse if somebody did not get out of the elevator as I literally have pee on my pants, as I'm going up, a little bit more comes out. Ew. In the elevator? Ew. While they're in there? One of the most embarrassing moments. In there? Yes. No. Yes. Ew. Y'all, please tell me I'm not the only person as an adult because you will never forget this. I'll never forget it now. what they say? Do they look at you? No, no, of course not. It's it's, it's one of my neighbors. I don't know their name, but I'm sitting here like kind of like just moving like this. Did it drip on the floor? (laughs) No, because my my pants kind of picked it up and they were dark, but still like I knew I, I peed my pants at this point. No. God, I'm hoping we can get one call on this. Caleb from Glen Burnie, good morning. Hey, good morning. How are you? Uh, well, you know, it's not my favorite story I've told on the radio, but it's all right. Um, you, you <laughs> I also it was know, great. You've also <laughs> peed your pants as an adult? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm 19. This happened probably not too long after I turned 18. Um, so it was at my house, and I had a few friends over. Yeah. And um, as a guy, at least, Sometimes when you're going to the bathroom, not everything, like, comes out. It's true. No, I relate to that, too. I have that problem as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I just, I went to the bathroom as normal, and I went pee, and not everything came out. And I was wearing, like, uh, khakis. Not khakis. So unforgiving. And after I left the bathroom, a little more came out, (gasps) and I basically just got in my pants and it was more than usual that's not good and 
all my friends were there and they saw. They're like, and there's no way you can cover that I'm up. Like, sorry. what are you gonna do? Like, what, yeah, are, you, what like, are you gonna do with that? Pants? Man, that's okay. Yeah, man. I don't know. I just had to change my pants. That's, I mean, that's it. You're like, sorry, guys. Sorry, Caleb. Brb. Let me get out yeah. these khakis. Okay, and it's something more comfortable. Um, yeah. All right, Caleb, dude. Thanks for the story. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Uh, tell them the story that you were telling me before we get to uh, Mercedes about uh, what happened with you. Jess was almost there. She almost joined I, this club. That's why I feel we, this is like pee awareness day. Be nice to people who ha- accidentally pee themselves or have to go to the bathroom because it's not their fault. I literally almost peed myself on the tram on the way to Disney this like this last uh, winter when I went with my family. Yeah. And I literally, I mean, like this tram is like full of people, full of strangers. And I was trying to hold it. And I was like, I'm going to pee myself. I'm literally going to pee, my- <laughs> pee myself. I had the beg the driver to pull over and then my dad went with me when I like ran into this like random liquor store on the side of the street to go pee because I was about to pee myself. Man, what are you going to do? Like when it happens, it happens. 410-583-1065. Mercedes in Baltimore. Good morning. Morning. You've also, uh, you you have uh, peed your pants as an adult. There's no, there's no way to soften the blow on the topic this morning, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. So I would argue that high school is almost worse because there's no escape. So what happened? Um, so I had to go, and so I asked my teacher. I was like, you know, can I go to the bathroom? He's like, sure. I get up. I start walking down. It's literally just at the end of the hallway. And halfway down the hallway, I'm like, oh, you're not going to make it to the bathroom. <laughs> the no, worst feeling. you're lying. What are you going to do at that point? That's the problem. The same situation I was in. I, what, no. are, what are you going to do? I'm in the middle of the driveway. Why do like, I have PTSD and I can see my high school hallway yep. right now? No. Everybody, every I was like trying to think to myself. I was like, the only way you're going to stop this is if you like squat. And you're not doing that in nope. the middle of the hallway. Nope. Oh, my God. Nope. You're not doing so it. So I just kept walking. Yep. And I was in gray sweatpants. No, so unforgiving. Why Light is it, gray. Why is it the days that literally you're wearing the most unforgiving outfits? Are you like tink? Are you? Is it like tinkling down the hallway at this point? <laughs> oh yeah. And then I get to the hallway, the bathroom, and there's a teacher outside, and I just kind of sit down next to her because I didn't really want to go in the bathroom at that point, and yeah. I needed her. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't pay attention to me for a good minute, so I'm just sitting there. And finally, she turns and looks down, and she's like, can I help you? Yes. (laughs) I peed my pants, and she's like, oh, I'll get the nurse for you. Yeah, how do you get out of that? Do you have to go home for the day at that point? It's high school. That'd be be I had to take some um, lost and found pants. (laughs) Katie, this happened to you, too? Hey, guys. How are you? Yes, it did. A couple times. A couple of times. (laughs) Uh-huh. I feel like, listen, I will never let that happen again. If I'm at a 5 out of 10 That's full, what you say. No. You we think need, that. Yeah, you think you have think. time. Yeah. What happened? So, I was 15 years old. This has happened as an adult. But my first time, I went to see Elf with my ex-boyfriend. I felt <laughs> quick because I'm about to start my client's hair. Okay, hurry, hurry, hurry. Yeah, yeah. Um, the part where he drank the, the whole thing of Coke. Um, I don't know why my boyfriend and his, my ex and his friends and I thought it was hilarious. But I literally could not stop laughing. I got up out of my seat. I ripped my black work pants that I was wearing, no. and I peed my pants the whole time. He's burping that whole like he's holding it the whole time, crying in tears, peeing. So that, that was the first time I was no seat? good. On the movie seat, you're peeing. Oh no, I was like up, hunched over, no. laughing no. hysterically. Yes, no. my oh my gosh, I peed. Thank God we were leaving. I mean, we were all crying, laughing. Wait, when? So when's the most recent so. time you've done it? Then is this, this oh a my recurring gosh, so. issue? Most of the time, it's because I'm crying and I'm laughing so hard. Yeah. But um, I was driving home. That was the worst. 
and I couldn't hold it. And I ha- I do have two boys, so I'm going to blame it. I can say after having children, I just cannot hold it yeah. in like I used Sometimes, to. Yeah, I've it's heard different. that. It's I've different, heard that. right? It's different. Oh, yeah, and it just came out, and I was like, oh, well, like, what can you do at this point? What you can know, you do? Was, I got a- out my green machine vacuum cleaner, and <laughs> when I got home, I knew I had a plan. I was like, oh, well. There like, you go. <laughs> you had a solution. Been here, done that. You yeah. know what I mean? So you're not alone. Okay, that, that makes me feel better. Because <laughs> I don't tell any more stories because I debated calling you and I was literally shaking my hand, my head like no. do I tell him I'm no. glad you did we're it, so happy I'm you called this you, morning it feels very isolating because we don't talk about this kind of stuff I was yeah. like I bet no adults ever done this before it's hard to hold your pee 410-583-1065 Lauren from Perry Hall you have peed your pants as an adult close enough to an adult that we can consider it that, yes. (laughs) Tell us the moment, because I swear you'll never forget this, y'all, ever. Ever, 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 ever. So, I was 15, almost 16, working at Taco Bell, my first job ever, and I was working the drive-thru. Yeah. And let me tell you, I was one good drive-thru register person. Okay. Okay. Yes, girl, go ahead. Get get that drive-thru. I'm telling you. Well, so much so that I was the only one running the drive-thru that day. And when I told my boss I needed to go to the bathroom, she said, well, can we just get through the rush? We're busy. Can we just get through the rush? No. And I'm like, okay, okay, I can do this, right? Because at that point, what what was your urgency out of 10 at that point? I'm telling you, the urgency matters. The urgency matters. I mean, I would say I was a good 7 out of 10 at that point. That is very high. It's getting bad, yeah. It is, but you know, I was like, I was a team player. I was, yeah, I was going to get through yeah. that rush. So I'm kind of calculating things in my head. We're busy. Anybody who knows Taco Bell knows that they have a single bathroom. That's it. Yep. And so I know that if we're busy, the likelihood is I'm going to have to stand out there and wait. No, girl. <laughs> Which is still not good, but I'm like, you know what? I can do this. Yeah. I can do this. You, you know. It. I'm I'm young. I got a strong bladder, right? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. So it finally got to a point where I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I have to go now. And it got so bad that I knew that I was not going to be able to waddle my butt out to the bathroom in the lobby. No. And I plopped my butt down on top of a drain in the back kitchen and peed my pants at work. You're lying. Are you kidding no. me? Just sat down and peed my pants. Because what are you going to do? It was your manager's fault. What did she say to you? Did she apologize? Oh, she felt so bad. So I'm sitting there, and I asked another employee to get the manager for me. And when she comes over and sees me, she just goes, Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I think so, because I'm telling y'all, there's sometimes, and I thought there would be an option, too. There's sometimes there's not an option. You just have to pee. That's, that's, uh, that's it. That's literally it. I'm glad you yeah. understand, though. This story makes me feel better, Lauren. Not for the Taco Supremes. <laughs> no. You know what? But my choices were sit there and contain it or walk through the lobby and possibly leave a trail. So oh, I just- that's it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. 
Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good morning, Melanie. Good morning. What's up? I'm calling because you were right about... Anyone not wearing their wedding ring is probably cheating. Oh, with the uh, with the Britney Spears thing. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, well, let's uh, let's get in let's let's get into this then. Uh, if you weren't here earlier this week, we were talking about Britney Spears not wearing her wedding ring. Right. So, and- like rumors have been circulating her marriage, basically saying that the, this is the beginning of the end because Britney has been seen on vacation. Um, with friends and another mystery man not wearing her wedding ring. And then also her husband, Sam, has been photographed recently publicly without his ring on. Yeah. His rep says it's because he's filming a movie. And then Kramer basically made the point of if you're not wearing your wedding ring and you're in a marriage, then it's basically the beginning of the end. I just think the marriage is in trouble is what I was trying to say. I just feel like the emphasis is not there uh, of making it as strong as maybe it was at one point. I've had a couple friends now that have kind of gone through that where they all of a sudden one's not wearing their ring and it's oh it's not a big deal but they always end up getting divorced they always end up getting divorced now what what do you know about that melanie which my previous partner um he's a mechanic and he would wear one of those silicone rings because he didn't want to damage the gold ones we got when we got married yeah and he would wear this when he was at work and then all of a sudden he just stopped wearing the silicone one. And then I realized that he was cheating on me. What was his reasoning that he gave you as to why he stopped wearing the... Oh, he, he said it was work. He was like, oh, no, it's just, it's too much of a hassle, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, you- but he had been wearing it for at least four years. So you and, and by the way, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Uh, but I, but I, I do... Listen, I do agree that, like, it is... It, it does kind of show your commitment... To your marriage, if you're not wearing, if you're not wearing the ring, you know, like I don't know mm-hmm. that it's necessarily like, like that they're cheating, uh, but it could it could very well be a possibility. I just feel like it's the first sign of something maybe going wrong mm-hmm. um, because there's so much symbolism thrown into the rings. If a guy is saying it's not necessary, you don't need the rings to prove anything. That this is complete brainwashing it is manipulation it is not him being truthful yeah i don't i don't know if you're necessarily wrong (laughs) like i think i think there is a big problem i mean maybe cheating Listen, I would feel the same way. Y'all, my ex-wife stopped wearing her her wedding ring. And, uh, I mean, the, the story, as the story goes, uh, she was also having an affair. So it's like, you know, it, it, is this true? 
Is it true? We can actually, we didn't plan on this topic, but let's let's take some phone calls on this. 410-583-1065. Hey, Sherry from Baltimore, good morning. Hey. Do you agree with that? Well, no, because uh, like I had said, my husband and I have been married almost 30 years, and in the beginning we were wedding rings, and then, uh, you know, his fingers got swollen, and he couldn't get his ring on. I was like, no big deal, and, you know, then we got him another ring, and once in a while he might put it on, and sometimes we go out and he forgets to put it on, and I don't wear mine. I wear mine if I go out with my friends or whatever. I might put my rings on, but typically I don't wear rings, so for the most part, we don't wear rings, and it has nothing to do with our marriage or our relationship um i do believe that you know look britney spears you know you're talking about hollywood and all that stuff so yeah you know they're a little they're a little bit different but i mean to kind of make that judgment that just because you're not wearing your wedding band means that you're cheating or you're not committed to your marriage i don't agree with that now, do, do you feel like well, the next question, do you feel like maybe it's like the emphasis of importance is not the same in your marriage as it was in the beginning? Because in the beginning, you said you guys wore them all the time. Oh, gosh, God, at least not in my relationship, no. Okay. Not at all. I mean, my husband, are, we're just totally, we're very committed, I can say, and I've never been able to say anything wrong. Oh, well, she hung up. Oh, no. we, we get the sentiment. We, we get what you're going. You guys are happily married, and that's great. Okay. 410-583-1065. Would it bother you if Garage Boy, if you, when you guys get married, Jess, if he just stops wearing his ring, would that bother you? Am I the only insecure person on the on the show today? Um, I think that I just... I, 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 yeah, I, I want him to want to yeah, wear his ring. Yeah, like put it on, right? Who's up? 410-583-1065. This is Marcy from Towson on line two. Hello. Oh, no. oh Marcy's We're gone. We're having phone issues this today. This is Lisa from Timonium on five. Lisa, do you agree with this this wedding ring theory? I disagree. And why? Because I've been married 24 years. My husband is forgetful. He'll leave it in his golf bag. It has nothing to do with his intention, our strength of marriage, it just it's plain forgetfulness. Kramer, the old you, golf ball trick. Well, no, stop it. Stop it. Stop, stop, stop. Interesting how is when he's playing golf, as wink, far, wink. Stop it. As far as the forgetfulness, like, I haven't been married for 22 years. I've yeah. only been engaged for a couple of months, but, like, there's been a few times that I have forgotten my ring, and in no way, shape, or form am I, like, forgetful about the love for Garage Boy. But do you feel, did, did you forget it the first week you had it? Of course not. You would check every single day. This is what I'm trying to say. I think as time goes on, you just kind of get complacent. No, it's not complacent. It's like waking up at 3.45 a.m. and everything's <laughs> falling out of my arms, and, like, and I forgot to put lotion on, and I'm out the door, and I'm like, oh, crap, I didn't grab my ring this morning. Lisa, it's how many years? 24. 24. Okay, when you guys make it to 25, I'll take it serious, okay? Stop. You, you can call us back then. <laughs> now, now, now. These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three, three. with Jess. Number three. This week's opening day for the Orioles could be a stormy one. Forecasters say that there's a 70% chance of rain on Thursday, mainly after 2 p.m. First pitch is set for 3.05 p.m. The O's host the Yankees in the first home game of the season, and showers are expected to continue up until 8 p.m. That's such a bummer, too. It feels like such a homecoming, you know? I know. Like everybody just goes. It'll still be fun, but just, just be prepared, you know? You know how it is. Like, at our office, they're like, listen, if you want to leave by 1 o'clock, like it's it's almost like a holiday. Yeah. It almost feels like another holiday. And then we got Good Friday right after. But a lot of people are like, Thursday's the real day, yeah. right? Number two. 
The Baltimore Animal Rescue and Care Shelter is waiving adoption fees this week. Barks says they are completely out of dog space. And in effort to clear the shelters, adoption fees for all animals are waived now through Friday. Barks says there are hundreds of healthy, happy, adoptable animals who are waiting for a family to take them home. And you can get all that info on their website, barks.org. I never say that these kind of messages should be impulses for you where you say, oh my gosh, okay, well, we need to go get a dog. But if you've been thinking about it, I do believe this could be a sign for somebody. Yeah. Like you've had the idea in the back of your head. I, by the way, I'm not ready yet. Everybody keeps asking me when am I going to get my new dog. I am not not ready yet. And and listen, everyone has different theories too about like, should you instantly go out and get a new pet once yours dies? In case you don't know, my dog who I had for 14 and a half years died about a month ago. And uh, I'm going to need a second on this. Yeah. But I do believe there's somebody listening right now that hears this message and is like, oh my gosh, I've been thinking about it. Obviously, this is a very desperate time. And not just a dog. All of their animals. Barks has so many animals. Yep. Barks.org. Go check out our people. Number one. HBO Max is reportedly considering a reboot of the Harry Potter franchise as a TV series. Talks are still in the early stages, and this isn't going to be a spinoff series like the Fantastic Beast movies. Each season is expected to cover one of the Harry Potter books. J.K. Rowling may have some creative involvement in the series, but she's not going to serve as the showrunner. We have no official comments or confirmation from HBO about the potential reboot. However, fans can expect the details to be revealed during an event on April 12th with HBO Max and Discovery+. Plus. We turn to the big Harry Potter nerd on our show. You love Harry Potter. It's your I, thing. I could, I, yeah, I watch Harry Potter uh, full through at least two to three times a year. I just like put it on when I need a little pick me up. Like my whole feed is just Harry Potter stuff on Instagram. How do you feel about it? Because sometimes some of these things I, just don't need to be touched. Listen, I don't know. I don't know if I can see a different Harry and a different Hermione and a different Ron. I just don't know if my heart can take it. If it's done well, maybe like Wednesday, if they like integrate some of the old characters and they have different roles, I think that would be really cool. Sure. I'm excited but concerned because it's sensitive for me. I get it. It's like how the new Super Mario Brothers movie comes out this weekend, exactly. right? Having Chris Pratt as Super Mario, nothing can make me more ang- anxious. It's I think tomorrow. I think it comes out tomorrow. It does come out. Yeah, tomorrow. Uh, nothing makes me more anxious than like not having, ha it's me, Mario. Yeah, like as yeah. the voice, I'm I'm not sure how emotionally even going to handle that. Yeah, so, so. We'll, we'll see how it goes, okay? This is Jess, and that was your top three. How do you know that your wedding dress is the one? Ooh. She's 11 years old and really savvy. Jess gets advice with dear Abby. Mix 1065. That is a tricky question. I'm nervous. It is time for yet another edition of Dear Abby. If you're wondering who Abby is on our show, allow us to introduce you to her. Abby is my 11-year-old niece. She lives in California, or really close, and so I just talk to her about different stuff that's going on in my life, and she gives me advice. What's happening this week? So I'm trying on wedding dresses for the first time ever this weekend. My mom and my sister are coming to town. My appointment is at uh, Stella's on Friday, Yeah. and I could not be more excited but I also have so much anxiety because I am like I'm the worst when it comes to that kind of stuff as far as like making a decision and I don't know like how I'm gonna know it's the one let's check in with Abby Abby can I ask you for some advice mm-hmm. how do you pick a wedding dress and know that it's the one because this weekend mom and butter 
are coming out to Baltimore and I'm going to be trying on wedding dresses for the very first time in my entire life. And I'm so excited. But like, how do you know what to do? Like, I just feel like there's going to be so many options and I'm very, very overwhelmed by the whole situation. So I think if you see a dress, Mm -hmm. put it on and you like it, Mm-hmm. It's not the one. If you find a dress and you put it on and you love it, it still might not be the one. Save that as an option until you find one that you're obsessed with. Because it's your wedding and you just want to make sure that you pick out the right one. Because if you don't, mm-hmm. you're not going to be satisfied on your wedding. Mm-hmm. And if you see a dress and you know it's the one, trust your gut. <laughs> Thanks, Ev. Love you. Love you. Do you hear how concerned I am? Like, I'm like, mm-hmm. Not okay. only concerned. Okay. I What Abby just said terrified me. And I've had nothing to do with this yeah, wedding she's dress She's like, process. if you like it, not good enough. Yeah, you better you be it, obsessed with it. And then what if you be obsessed and you're not obsessed you're not gonna anymore? Be obs- you're not going to be satisfied if it's not the one. Like, I, because I love a good reaction. So, like, I can see myself, like, at Love It at Sella's on Friday. And my mom and my sister are like, woo! And all of us are like, woo! Because I'm just, like, in the moment. Yeah. But also, like, you know me. Every day is the best day of my life. Every dress is going to be the one. And so, the, like, how do you know? I think the problem is, too, in, in today's day and age, in 2023, Three, like there's so much access to stuff. I know. Like you go on Pinterest, it's over. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just type in wedding dress on Pinterest, it's done. Like, how are you not going to see 50 more dresses between now and your wedding day? Because Jess isn't getting married till May of next year. Mm-hmm. So how do you like how? What is your game plan going into your wedding dress shopping this weekend? Well, one. I also don't even know, do you wear makeup to wedding dress appointments? Because I'm be crying assume. my face oh, off. Like, I want to look cute, but, like, I don't want to be, like, gross and crying. Yeah. I don't I don't have, there's some that I already like, which I love about Stella's is, like, you can go online and, like, you create a profile so they already know your style of what you're looking for. Right. And they're going to be super helpful. I think I'm just going to have to lean on them, but I'm just, I don't know. I don't know. Is there some advice here that you have? 410-583-1065. Picking the dress may be harder than picking out the partner you know stop it seriously i don't know on this one this is amanda from eldersburg hi amanda good morning hi good morning how do you know like how are you supposed to know that's like the the wedding dress yeah so i was telling jess when she first picked up the phone i think it's so important that you go into this appointment like with as little pressure on yourself as possible you might not find it at this salon and that's okay you know Mm -hmm. i know it's like your sister and your mom are coming across the country and you might be feeling pressure on yourself to, to find the one, but it's 100% okay if you don't. And, I mean, I guess in terms of what you, how you know, I mean, I kind of equate it to, like, in Harry Potter. Okay. If he finds his wand. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, my God. Please, please oh don't give God. her Harry Potter reference. Oh, my God. Oh boy. Like, Stop you know, it. Minus the wind and stuff, but, yeah. like, you know, like. The wand fixing. The rest of the show is over like, now. She's not going to get over this. There's, there's a definite, for me, when I found my dress, there was a definite difference yeah. in how I felt emotionally in the dress. Okay. No no regrets? No regrets. Okay. No, I love my dress. You just made my life. Thank you, Amanda. 410-583-1065. This is Rhonda in Middle River. Rhonda, do you agree with that? That, like, it's, when you see the dress, you know it? It's not when you see it. It's when you feel it. Oh. So, I also agree with... 
with Abby. Her advice was perfect and on point. So I would say what your eyes see and what you feel are going to be two different things. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Like, what do you mean? That's pretty big. So, like, when I went shopping for my wedding dress, there was this dress that I, my eyes, fell in love with. Uh I'm like, this, I love this dress. Right. So, but for me, I only picked out four dresses, mm-hmm. um, and the dress that I loved from looking at when I put it on, it was no. Okay. It was an absolutely, and I was sad because I loved the style. Looking at the dress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my dress, when I put it on. As I was putting it on, I was crying. So that's how you I knew. had no idea why I was crying yeah. or what was going on. Wow. But I'm like, well, crying. then this has to be the dress. Oh, my well, goodness. I so, think, well, maybe the best advice here for most people. feeling that you get. Thank yeah, you, Rhonda. For, for most people, that's probably good advice when it comes to wait for the one that makes you cry. But, but I'm going Jess- to be crying the minute <laughs> I step in there, you guys. <laughs> we'll there all day. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it. Give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 